Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Land Grant Holy Land Stick to Sports Podcast. My name is Matt Tamanini. I am joined by the one and only Tia Johnston. Tia, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We've been wanting to do this podcast for a while now, so I'm very excited that we are finally into football season so that we can do this show. Uh, This is going to be a little bit of a different show from what you normally hear, not only in the Land Grant Holy Land podcast feed, but also across the Ohio State podcasting universe. Yes, we will talk about Ohio State football and presumably basketball at some point, but we're really going to talk about the things around the edges, around the periphery of the games on the field, Uh, talk about Weird stuff that happens for Ohio State, crazy things that happen in other college football games, pro games, the sporting world at large. And we're also going to talk about the other things that keep us interested and distracted in between games, whether that's pop culture, social media trends, in Tia's case, dogs. Um, I'm allergic to dogs. (laughs) Tia is very much not. We'll get to all of that stuff in this show coming to you here in the feed. Now, Tia, I wanted to start. I know that you have been like an obsessive, diehard Ohio State fan from a very, very young age. So I wonder, when we thought that there was a legitimate shot that there would be no Ohio State football this season, how did you deal with that both as like a lifelong obsessive fan, but also as someone who is the co-managing editor of one of the largest Ohio State blogs on the internet? I don't think I ever accepted it. There was so much back and forth when it happened. It was canceled, and then it wasn't canceled, and then it was canceled. And I was kind of in denial, like, you know, the stages of grief. Like, I don't think I ever (laughs) really got to the depressed part of it because I just, I refused to accept it. But then as we got closer to other teams starting to start their seasons, that's when I was like, are we really about to go all fall without Ohio State football? And as far as being an editor of an Ohio State blog, that was a little bit difficult in that what the heck do you write about or talk about if there's no football being played? So, I mean, we we had a lot of ideas that we were going to, yeah. you know, unload on all of you, even though I don't know how many readers would have tuned in, but I'm glad we didn't have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, and we did some of them, like Gene and George are doing the virtual season, which has gone really super well. It's been really cool to see um, a simulated season via the EA Sports College football game from 2014. That's cool. Gene's doing the cool, like, perfect season look back. So those have been fun, but they're not real substitutes for actual college football. As great as they are, no offense to Gene and George, but uh, I'm glad that we have actual football to get into uh, here coming up in just a few days. But, you know, as you said, as we were getting closer to actual games being played, uh, things kind of changed. As other conferences have started playing, have you paid attention to college football? Like, at first, like, I (laughs) didn't watch for, like, the first month. When it was, like, the ACC and the Big 12, I was like, eh, whatever. Maybe I'll tune in if I've got nothing better to do. And then the last couple of weeks, I've like forced myself to like really start to pay attention because obviously we're gonna have to start talking about it. But it just didn't feel right. What about? Did you just like avoid college football for the first month and a half? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I really did. I can't watch those games. I'm I'm like a college football snob. I I have it on in the background, but I'm so used <laughs> to like 
you know, Ohio State level playing that I can't watch the ACC and these other teams' <laughs> awful defense. Shots <laughs> fired. <laughs> Tia is shots fired at the ACC and the Big 12 saying your teams are Maybe garbage. Maybe I'm just, like, bitter. <laughs> that, that's probably accurate as well. <laughs> no, but I'm definitely paying more attention as you said we've got to actually see what we might be up against come playoff season so I'm just happy that the Buckeyes are back this weekend (laughs) yeah no absolutely and it's been weird to like watch like even like the big games the last few weeks when like uh, you know, Georgia and Alabama from this past week and, and these other games, Clemson, Miami from a week or so ago, like these games that we think are big and like, yes, they are big. They will have ramifications to deal with the college football playoffs. But then you're like, it's not the same because like Ohio State's, you know, not playing. They're not the ones that are like, I'm flipping back and forth between. So it's like, I understand mentally that these games are important and I should, you know, really be invested in how they impact Ohio State. But since Ohio State hasn't played it, it's like a little bit of a disconnect for me to be like, oh yeah, that's that still exists. That's a thing, but it hasn't really, you know, hit me of how important it actually is. Yeah, and it's, it's weird because no matter what happens this season, and I know that they kind of were trying to avoid this by having all of the conferences play, but there's always going to be a disclaimer on this season, on the 2020 season, because, you know, we played less games than the other teams. And then if we all meet in the playoff, like, how do you compare Ohio State, who's played eight games with Clemson, who's played way more, and then Alabama, who's in the middle, it's just so confusing and we don't even need to get into like the AP rankings too much in this because I have a lot to say about that but like how are you going to say Ohio State is number five because they haven't played any games oh Tia come on why did (laughs) you have to go there like if just pick one either leave us off completely or put us where we deserve to be those are your two options. You can't do this like song and dance of putting us at number five. It makes no sense. Well, the only reason it makes sense is because the AP voters are morons. And that's the only <laughs> reason true. why it makes sense. And obviously there's a large group of them. And there are some that aren't morons, but there are some who are aggressively morons. Yep. So like it's those people who like refuse to vote for Big Ten teams who like bring everybody down. You know, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, all those teams like are lower because there are morons who are like, well, they haven't played yet, so I'm just going to make them, you know, 26th or something. I'm like, right. why Why take your job seriously? And that's, polls, whether it's the AP or the coaches poll, are so worthless because, and this is not actually a shot at the people doing it. I have plenty of shots, but this is not one of them. <laughs> they have other things to be doing on college football Saturdays. Like, I mean, the coaches don't actually vote. They give it to their SIDs, uh, but the SIDs have things to do on Saturday. So they aren't watching everybody. Same thing with AP voters. They're beat writers. They are covering a team. They don't have time to watch all of the games. So it makes no sense anyway. Like, I understand why they're there. And I wrote a column about it a couple weeks ago. Like, it doesn't matter. All they're there for is, like, to get people talking. They're there for marketing purposes. They're there for fans to either, like, beat their chest or get pissed off. But, like, they have no real importance in the sporting world anymore especially when we've got you know the college football playoff rankings coming up they're going to be pushed back you know from when they would have been obviously this year but like those are the only rankings that really matter so i'm all for making fun of the ap poll and especially the coaches poll but like when it comes down to it they just don't matter 
Yeah, they could probably do away with them completely. I'm fine with that. Do you want to start a petition to make that happen? Yes. <laughs> I've seen a lot of petitions for things that like have no possibility of actually happening in this fall. Uh, so, uh, so we'll see. All right, so we are going to have an Ohio State game coming up this Saturday. So, uh, Tia... What is your like game day watching setup, and is it going to change this year? Like, uh, obviously, we both work during the game for Land Grant. We're both doing stuff, but like, how do you kind of prepare to watch an Ohio State game? I watch everything to do with it starting at like eight a.m. So big noon Saturday and college game day and all that. Um, this year is a little bit different because yep. usually we always have company during the weekends to go mm-hmm. see Cam play. Now we are in the NFL's version of a bubble where I am not allowed to leave. <laughs> so I'll be watching the game by myself in my apartment with, okay, not by myself, with my dogs <laughs> and doing our Twitter roundup. Right. Okay, so, and, and Cam won't be there. They've got stuff to do on Saturdays. Oh, I guess this Saturday he will be because their game is on Thursday. This is like the one game he can catch. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> forgot about him. <laughs> Not as important as the dogs, apparently. <laughs> I won't tell him you said that. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be weird. Like, I just, I wonder because the game day experience in the shoe is going to be so different than it is in normal years, like, how much that's going to translate to how we watch. Like, I watched a bunch of other sports like I watched a lot of NBA I watched while the Blue Jackets were still on I watched a lot of the hockey and like the fact that there were no fans didn't bother me at all but I wonder if because it's Ohio State like if it's going to be especially weird especially now that we know the band isn't going to be there and they're going to do stuff like pregame and and halftime on like a separate Ohio State website but like that's going to be very weird I think and I don't know how it's going to impact the watching experience Yeah, I agree with you about the NBA and the NHL and even the NFL now. Like, I don't notice that there are no fans until they pan into the crowd. Like, I am fooled by that fake crowd noise. (laughs) It doesn't really affect I love it. I love I know people I know people think the crowd fake crowd noise is annoying, but I I love it. I mean it makes me think that they're actually there. But that's where the difference comes in with college football. Like the Big Ten is has um, apparently sent like approved crowd noise to the stadiums. They're not gonna have the the marching band songs. Um, does that mean hopefully Penn State can't do the annoying lion roar? Like how as much as like I hate the annoying lion roar, like that's you know part of the experience of having a game in state college and just like having the marching band um, at Ohio State or having Hell's Bells play on third down for the Buckeyes like if we're not going to get that like it's small and it's not going to make me like not enjoy the games but like it is going to take away some of the the feeling of watching an Ohio State game especially if you're one of the few people who can actually be there in person I don't even think I would go. I think yeah. I'd be too sad to be in the shoe without a, without all of that, you know? And hopefully <laughs> they do keep some of the things. Like for Penn State, I imagine that they would still play that obnoxious sound just for the team, you know, Ugh. solely do it for the players because obviously there aren't any fans to appreciate it. But, like, you want to keep some sort of normalcy for these guys. Yeah. Well, and, like, the Hell's Bells things for the Buckeyes when they're on defense and, and on third down, like – I don't know if that actually gets them fired up, but that sound gets the crowd fired up, which then gets 
you know, I'm assuming gets the players fired up a little bit. So I mean, like, it probably does have some sort of impact on the play, but is it going to be there? Who knows? And they've got like decibel levels like that are allowed. Yeah. It's just all weird. And like, again, totally appreciate the fact that we actually have college football, but it is <laughs> a weird situation nonetheless. Right. Beggars can't be choosers. No, absolutely. Um, all right. So that is our requisite football talk for today's episode, Tia. But there are other things that I want to get to <laughs> because for a long time, there was no sports. And while we talked about, you know, watching other sports when they returned for a long time, we, there were no sports to watch. So I wonder what did you, Cam and the dogs, watch to keep you entertained when there was no sports this summer? Okay. So I want to preface this with... <laughs> <laughs> Just your okay, like you, you're you're like in therapy. You're gonna admit something embarrassing, yes. but you have to do it. Yeah, go ahead. So Cam and I have like, and this is a big problem in our marriage because my genre of things that I can watch is very limited because I can't do suspense, I can't do gore, I can't do anything that will like make me jump. And okay. those are all the things that Cam requires in a show. So Good there's a limited okay. number of things that he and I can like really sit down and watch together without the other not being able to sleep at night or the other just being really bored. So here's what we watched. We watched gotcha. every single season of Ink Master. Okay, and how, how many seasons of Ink Master are there? Don't quote me on this, but I want to say 13. It took up oh a my. lot of time. Okay, so I would say that's a lot of Ink Master. <laughs> it's so good. And if anyone listening to this has seen it, they probably have seen every season as well because it's addicting. And Cam and I aren't tattoo people so because i've never seen an episode of ink master so like to explain what this is this isn't just like a put a camera in a tattoo shop and like watch normal customers this is a competition yeah each season there's like maybe 20 tattoo artists from around the world so it's kind of like a baking competition but tattoos <laughs> okay now you're speaking my language got it yeah so yeah. they there will be like a specific subject or design that they have to do and they're, they each get a real live person and they tattoo this person, whatever they have to person, tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> and some of these tattoo artists, it's just not something that they can do or it's not their specialty, but they have to do it. So they will be horrible tattoos. I mean, bad. And the Ugh. judges will just rip into them right in front of this person who has this permanently on their body, which is what makes the show like highly entertaining yeah. because I'm like, who is volunteering for oh. this? There's nothing consistent in there at all. I don't necessarily know if I even see a geometrical shape. There's a lot of chewed up skin in there. This guy has to walk around with that for the rest of his life. That's a rough one. I mean, you just hammered this guy. There's no way in hell that it was a wise decision. How do you even cover this thing? This is a responsibility thing. You can't do this. Yeah, like, see, that's the reason why I couldn't watch it. Like, I, you don't like the suspense and the scary and the gore. I mean, I don't love gory things personally, but, like, the things that I don't like is awkward. Like, I can't do awkward things most of the time. So, like, the awkwardness of somebody having to have a tattoo that was just put on their body for the rest of their lives insulted and made fun of by judges, like, that would make me so cringy, uncomfortable that I don't know that I could watch that because of that reason. That's how I am about Impractical Jokers. I can't watch that because I just feel for the yeah. people that they're playing a prank on. 
I'm with you on that. But this one is a little bit different because the people who have the tattoo are often like, well, I love it. This is what I asked for. He did great. And they kind of know what they're getting themselves into. But I, t- I can totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, I can't. There's a show on MTV uh, called Ridiculousness. I yes. cannot watch like the, the the watching people like seriously potentially hurt themselves like that makes no. me no I can't do that. Okay, so Ink Masters is one. What else did you do? Well, me personally, I watch I've been watching The Great British Baking Show and Shit's Creek. Fair. But another one that Cam and I are still on and we're watching the last episode tonight is Bloodline. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's got some you know like that's Got it's some suspense. Yeah. Yeah. But for, it's not it's not gory and it's a good enough storyline that I can kind of like take the suspense. Yeah. I, I, I told you this yesterday. I watched the first season but haven't watched seasons two and three because there's just three seasons, right? Yes. And it's, an eight, it's a Netflix thing. Yep. Okay. So they're all there. They're going to be there forever. So I can go back and watch them. But like... Uh, yeah, see, for me, I come from the theater world. There's a ton of theater people in there. Norbert Leo Butts, who plays one of the, the brothers who I've interviewed before. The person who plays his ex-wife is Katie Finneran, both of them two-time Tony winners. Sam Shepard, who plays the dad who died in real life. Um, he's like a major playwright and an actor. So, like, for me, that's kind of what got me hooked is like, okay, I love Kyle Chandler. Um, I love Norbert Leo Butts. I love Sissy Spacek and Sam Shepard. So, like, I'm, I'm in to watch. And then it just, I used to watch, well, here, I'll tell you this. For two or three years, like, I was a TV and film critic. So, like, I watched everything. When I no longer did that job, I no longer watched everything. So, the amount of TV that I do now <laughs> is so much less uh, than it used to be. I feel like I miss out on so many things, but like I do other things now. I don't have time to watch as much as I would like to or as my job previously required. So Bloodline is one that has fallen through the cracks a little bit for me. Yeah, you got burnt out of like something that someone would <laughs> die to have time to do. <laughs> yeah, and it was great, but it's just like it, when you're watching, like think about all the stuff you do for your job during the day and then when you no longer do that for your job you're not going to have enough time to do it for entertainment so i miss out on a lot of things and i've got a huge list of things i need to watch including schitt's creek which i've never watched even though it's been like recommended to me and obviously it swept the emmys this year yeah all right so what else was on your list anything else i will say like we didn't do much but watch netflix so believe me when i tell you that it's like the one and only way we pass the time other than taking the dogs on walks helping out with the local dog shelter. Other than that, it's it's really just been Ink Master and Bloodline. <laughs> Fair. That's good. Um, I, I applaud both of those things. For me, like, you like the Ink Master competition. The only competition show that I really like is appointment television for me, and this is embarrassing, <laughs> is The Masked Singer. And you know because uh, Connor, Alexis, and I talk about it in the LGHL Slack channel. I love that show. It is the dumbest show to ever be on television but i love it nonetheless and i love it because it's so dumb and it sucks because like i very rarely am able to watch it live but somehow even like even though i try to avoid it like things get spoiled on twitter so fast and it 
it makes me so mad because like this is a show that is all about the mystery and the suspense even if you don't come out and say who gets eliminated and who the celebrity was under the mask don't make references to who gets eliminated or don't oh they thought this could be this person but it's not like don't do that like i haven't (laughs) like especially when like you post that at nine o'clock eastern time it hasn't even aired on the west coast i mean i'm in the east coast but don't why don't yeah, I, it angers me a lot, and I've unfollowed I still a lot need of people. To watch it. It's so dumb, Tia. It is so dumb. Start with the first <laughs> season because it like progresses in the uh, how aggressively dumb it is, but it's pretty dumb from the start. Where Where do you watch it? It's on Hulu now. It's a Fox show. Like it's on Fox on Wednesdays. Oh, I have Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's on Hulu now, um, and it, it's just silly. And I, you know, after. I stopped being, you know, watching all that TV, you know, as a critic. And then, like, with events of the world in the past, I don't know, four years, the amount of things that are, like, serious and heavy that I watch have gone down significantly. So I I kind of gravitate more to things that are a little more fun and lighthearted. And this is one that is, there is no seriousness to this show at all. It is so dumb. Um, And that's why I love it, because it's just something that I can enjoy that has such low stakes. But it's fun. It's a little bit of a mystery. You can kind of, like, guess people. Um, There's always a couple athletes mixed in there, like Victor Oladipo. Sorry, spoiler alert if you end up watching it. But um, (laughs) Victor Oladipo is an amazing singer. He was one of the people on one of the seasons. I won't tell you, but you'll probably be able to figure it out. He's great. So, like, there's always athletes. There's there's a lot of celebrities that I've never even heard of, like Real Housewives people or, like, you know, Disney Channel people that I, I have no idea who they are. But for the most part, it's just fun, <laughs> dumb way to pass the time. I want to catch up on the current season. And yes, then we definitely that. need to have, like, Alexis or Connor on. Yes, or both. To hash it out. Or I've both, been meaning yeah. to. There's only been like four episodes so far this season, so it's a real quick catch up, and it, they're an hour long. Like, but you can like fast forward through the commercials, but you have to watch the packages because they give you hints about who the people are. So you have to watch and like get all the clues and stuff. So I highly, highly recommend okay. uh, you do that. All right, so I've been kind of toying around with how I want to end these episodes, Tia, and I'm going to spring this on you because we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but. I think it would be good if at the end of each episode, we recommend something that we think people should watch. And whatever that is, it can be something on Netflix, it can be a TV show, it can even be something if you want to like tell people to read something, like you can do that too. Books are fine, articles are fine, but recommend something and maybe we'll come up with like a, a cool name for this segment. But um, is there something that you want to encourage people to do while they are trying to pass their time in between Ohio State games. Yes. This is, I love this idea. Okay. So I'm going to start with Schitt's Creek. Like, I can't recommend this show enough. There's a reason why they won all of those Emmys. I follow every single actor and actress on all of their social media platforms. I'm like, obsessed it's so funny it's similar to what you said about the mass singer like it is just so refreshing to watch during these times especially yeah. in the middle of quarantine which is when i watched it the characters are just funny and lighthearted, and you'll laugh the whole time it's so good and they just released the last season on netflix so unlike me who had to wait forever for the last season to become available you can watch the whole thing and the <laughs> very last episode is what I think won 
most of the awards or they recognize that last episode. So you got to watch the whole thing. It's yeah. so good. Okay, next. Now's the time to sprinkle in the chili pepper flakes. We've already done that. What number are we on? Oh my God, is this not your mother's recipe? Yes, and now I'm passing it on to you. So try to keep up. Um, oh, next step is to fold in the cheese. What does that mean? What does fold in the cheese mean? He folds it in. I, I understand that, but how, how do you fold it? Do you fold it in half like a piece of paper and drop it in the pot, or what do you do? David, I cannot show you everything. Okay, well, can you show me one thing? You just, here's what you do. Uh -huh. You just fold it in. Okay, I don't know how to fold broken cheese like that. And I don't know how to be any clearer. You take that thing that's in your hand, uh -huh. and you... If you say fold in one more time... It says fold it in! This is your recipe! You fold in the cheese then! Don't you dare! You fold it in! David! Oh, good. Now I see bubbles. David! What does burning smell like? And, like, I've never seen an episode of it, but, like, I watched the Emmys, and, like, I still, when they all won, like, I was still a blubbering idiot. Like, I was still crying <laughs> by, the, like, their speeches because of how, like, heartfelt and personal and emotional they were when they literally won every single comedy award uh, on the on the primetime yeah, broadcast. And, and the, like, the father and son main characters are father and son in real right. life, which is even more yeah. perfect. And and let's be honest, Tia, if you were my age, you would know who Eugene Levy was. You're so young that like you don't realize that like he's pretty famous already. Like he's fairly well known. So I understand that him and Catherine O'Hara together actually are yes. fairly fairly famous. So father and son, jeez, you're so <laughs> such a child. All right, so that's a good recommendation. Uh, did you have another one, or was you just going to stick with Schitt's Creek? I'll stick to just that this week so i don't use up okay. all my all my Fair. content <laughs> smart um <laughs> i am going to recommend something that just came up on hbo max and as i mentioned like i come from uh the theater world i worked in the theater for uh about eight years before this past february when i took a job in the podcasting world but there's a there's a new thing that is on hbo max and it is called american utopia and it is a show that happened on Broadway, but it's not a play. It's not a musical. It's kind of a concert from uh, David Byrne, who was the lead singer of The Talking Heads. And I like I can name maybe one song from The Talking Heads. Like it's not it, like I have no special uh, appreciation for The Talking Heads, but it's a concert, but it's not. It features like 11 musicians, um, but they like they do like it's not choreography it's not dancing but it kind of is it's kind of marching band stuff it's kind of not um but it just kind of tells this story about who we are as a country right now and and where we are so it has new music it has talking head stuff um it was directed by the video like the the movie version was directed by spike lee but it's so unique and it's so uplifting and it's so emotionally palpable and uplifting that it's just a perfect thing to watch right now so uh david burns american utopia on hbo max is right up the alley of kind of the stuff we were talking about like it's it's positive it's optimistic it's uplifting it's something that i think we really really need right yeah. now even if you have no idea who the hell david Byrne is which i really had very little knowledge of who he is before i heard of this show i need to get hbo max 
yeah, it's pretty cheap. Like it's it's worth it. Like they've got a ton of really good stuff. So I and again, this goes back to like my TV critic days. Like I have all of the streaming services except for Apple TV Plus because I still don't even know what that is. <laughs> but like I have the other ones and I still don't watch anything. <laughs> you know, like I have access to them, um, and maybe my siblings and I share them. You know, a little bit, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> But I still don't watch enough. So I'll, I have to figure out a way to, to watch more stuff so that we have content to talk about to you. Yeah, we should, at the end of this, like put together a master list yeah. of all of our recommendations for our listeners, but also for myself so I can go back through and watch <laughs> yeah, your yeah, recommendations. Absolutely. Yeah, and we, we should, as we go, we should try to figure out a way to like make, you know, have the other person watch something like it would be a great thing to do during a bye week but there are no bye weeks but like have a recommendation like where the other person has to watch it and we'll talk about it on the next episode is uh you know we'll, we'll figure out ways to work that in because that'll be a good way to have discussions on things for sure well thank you for listening to this episode of land grant holy land stick to sports podcast you can reach out to land grant holy land on twitter at land grant 33 you can find me on twitter at bww matt tia what is your handle now because it's changed <laughs> At Tia Johnston underscore. Like, really? You can't, like, someone already took at Tia underscore Johnston? I think so. I think I tried that first. That makes the most sense, right? <laughs> I would I would imagine. Because, like, on Instagram, I know your handle used to have, like, seven A's in the middle of it or something. <laughs> yeah, and then you, and then I made it at underscore Tia Johnston, and you harassed me, so I made them both the same. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, as somebody in the media, it's helpful when you have the same handle on both platforms. It's just, oh, you're, I'm just looking you're out so for you. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, the older, not exactly wiser, but just the older uh, member of the LGHL team. But um, if you are finding this podcast on our website, LangerandHolyLand.com, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get all of your podcasts to make sure that you get all of the, I, I guess, insightful content that we're going to have in the <laughs> podcast feed this year. We're going to talk everything about the Ohio State season and some things not involved with the Ohio State season, but we will be bringing you a different podcast episode every single day. No one else is doing that. No one else is going to give you that kind of content. No. Um, so uh, make sure that you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to things like this. But everybody, have a wonderful rest of your day. We will be back with a new episode tomorrow. And of course, as always, go Bucks.